Welcome to Face the Climb podcast with your host, me, Jen Camille. I'm a strength coach for climbers and outdoor athletes and founder and owner of the online training business, Face the Climb. This podcast is an extension of that business, and we dive into topics all about strength training, lifting, the benefits of lifting for your climbing and your outdoor athlete pursuits. But we also dive into why lifting is so beneficial and why you should be adding strength training into your life because it's not just a phase, it is a lifestyle and the benefits go far beyond just improving your performance. If you're looking to find more information, you can check out the blog on facetheclimb.com backslash blog. And you can also give me a follow on Instagram at face the climb. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, Face the Climb podcast listeners. Welcome to Behind the Training Week Six. Way better week than week five, the deload week. Way better, definitely in a better mindset place. Felt like I had more energy. Overall, just a better week. I will say, though, it was also a struggle in the fact of, you know, I had the reality check again when I ended up doing rope doubles. So moving forward, I'm going to be doing my endurance training on the ropes. The 4x4s did help. I definitely do think and believe and saw the improvements from doing the boulder doubles. So I'm going to try to end up getting... And doing my rope doubles, always on lead, and then up at one of the gyms, the CRG in Connecticut, just because of their lead wall is so long and so steep, and it's nice just to get up there and kind of get away from my normal climbing gyms that I usually end up climbing at, so... I do, they definitely did help. They did help the four by fours. You know, for example, my first rope double I ended up doing on a 10 minus on the steep lead wall. And I got through it once and three quarters, which was definitely more than I thought I would. So pumped, so pumped. So didn't fully get the two, but then I moved on to, I did a 510. What was it? It was a 510B. I think it was a B. Was it a minus? Do they do Bs there? I don't know. It was like a middle 10. It was a middle 10. It was vertical and a little bit of overhang. And I did get through that twice. I was definitely fucking pumped. So pumped and also tried starting to work on resting positions. And I will say I definitely, oops, sorry, definitely notice. I'm fine when I'm on the vertical, but the moment that it starts getting overhung, I start getting pumped like simultaneously right away. You know, I felt fine. The beginning of the climb was vertical and then there's a part where it goes overhung, got more juggy and then a little vert. it's vertical to the top. But the moment that it went overhang, I felt it in my arms. So I definitely am going to try to stick to the overhang walls, because this is obviously a weakness of mine. When I'm on the vertical, I don't get pumped. And it definitely has to do with the fact that I'm able to keep all my weight on my legs. And the lower half of my body definitely weighs more than the upper half of my body. So the moment that we start and like just center of gravity as well for women, it's in our hips. The moment on the overhang, I fucking feel it in my arms. So 
Not used to that, but the 4x4 has definitely helped because I don't think I would have been able to get through that white one, one, uh, the 510 minus one and three quarters of the way. And then also even the middle of 510 that was vertical and overhung, got through the rope doubles, ended up doing a 5'9 on the overhang, which didn't feel too bad. That was great. But then come the fourth one, I hopped on another like, I believe it was a 510 minus. It was a lead climb and it was vertical to like a roof and then getting around the roof. And I just found it to be very awkward for me. I couldn't really figure out the beta. The beta just felt weird how I was climbing it. So then I climbed that once and then hopped on a 5'7". <laughs> Won't lie, hopped on a like 5'7". The plan was like, okay, I'll climb up and then climb down. But fuck, I was pumped. I was so fucking pumped off of a 5'7". I was like... Oh shit, here we are, here we are. So I made note of that. So the first three weren't too bad. And then that fourth one, it hit me like a fucking brick of walls. I hit the wall bricks of the, I don't even know. I hit like, I hit a wall of bricks. There we go. That's how you say it. That is how you say it. That's how we say it here. (laughs) We hit it like a wall of bricks. So the four by fours, yeah, that was the four by four. That was, no, that was not four by fours. What the fuck am I saying? So I did, Four, (laughs) I did four rope doubles. That felt good. This week, um, I'm recording this on Sunday, so I'm going to be going back. Uh, This week, I'm going to aim for four and aim for all of them to be 5'10s. So how I did that one overhung 5'9, it didn't feel too bad. I'm going to try to aim for all 5'10s and also, you know, do it again on that steep the steep lead wall for sure. Cause that's what I need. I really need to do this. I, and it fucking sucks. I hate feeling pumped. That uncomfortable feeling is the worst feeling in the world. And it happens so quickly for me. Like the moment on overhang, it happens so quickly and it's so frustrating. So, so, so frustrating. So I'm happy to be working on this. The four by fours definitely have helped, but yeah, it's going to be a struggle. It's just, uh, I hate it so much. I hate doing endurance. I did a poll on my Instagram stories. It's like, who actually likes training endurance? And majority of people said they do. Who are you? Who are you? I ask because how, 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 how do you enjoy it? I mean, it is fun. It's great to get a workout in. It's great to feel that pump. It's great to feel like, you know, you're working towards something in that you're feeling it. So maybe that's why, because a lot of times, you know, even the climbers I work with and coach so many times, they're like, I don't feel it the next day. I'm like, that's, that's okay. That's good. Like you shouldn't feel wrecked after you're climbing. But when it comes to endurance training and feeling that pump, you're actually like feeling it. So I think that's why maybe a lot of climbers like endurance training because they can actually feel it. And maybe that helps them think like, oh, this is working. But yeah, fuck, man. I was pumped. I was definitely, definitely pumped. So pumped. Like five, seven holds were hard to grab. They were hard to grab. So I am glad that we working on this. I did not climb back down. I was just like, please lower me. And then we projected boulders. And truthfully, I actually felt really good. I surprisingly, you know, that goes back to like the four by fours. This definitely helped from the four by fours is like, I felt good projecting the boulders. I didn't feel like I lost any power and I didn't feel like I lost any finger strength. I did get fucking jug rash, fucking jug rash, man. The jug rash where it's like, just like the hurt of the jugs because you're just climbing on the holes. Uh, so frustrating. So, so, so frustrating. But moved on to the crimpers, the crimpers and the slopers of the boulders. And I actually still felt pretty powerful and felt pretty strong. 
after doing those rope doubles. So four by fours definitely helped build that base for me to be able to do that. And moving forward, I am going to be doing the rope doubles and then bouldering afterwards to really, you know, focus on being pumped and still doing hard moves. I would not recommend that to like climbers that have not trained before, climbers that don't have a uh, longer training age or climbing age, but you know, where I'm at, I feel comfortable doing that. So that's what I'm going to be doing moving forward with the rope doubles felt really good. Still frustrated that I did not complete the steep white twice though. I was pretty like sad and downfall. I was pretty like, Oh man, that fucking sucks. Like I was pretty down on myself about that. But then, you know, like I mentioned last week, I, It's like, okay, that was one. We're done. Blade my partner. And I was like, okay, got to move on to the next one. Wipe that one clean. We're on to the next rope double, you know, and that definitely helped. And then in terms of hangboarding, you know, just how the hangboarding has been doing, I'm going to switch out the hangboarding and I did and I like this. I'm no longer looking at hangboarding as really building up my finger strength. I'm looking at now as more so just building up my endurance. So I'm doing a BFR protocol of on the 25 mils, 10 seconds on, followed by 15 finger curls on the tension blocks on the 20 blocks to help build up finger strength that way. It doesn't bother my finger at all. And I did 15 pounds, but doing that 10 rounds with 30 second rest in between the reps and definitely felt a pump that way. And then moving on, waiting like 10 minutes and then moving on to the BFR on the campus board, going like keeping left hand down low and then going up as high as I can and then bumping all the way back down, doing that two times on one side, switching to the other two times on that side, and then resting 30 seconds and trying to repeat that for 10 times. I have not completed it for 10 times yet. This week I ended up getting eight, so I am close. The last time I did this, I got nine, so so I'm close. I'm getting there. I'm definitely getting there. It's fucking pumped. If you've never done BFR, it is... Oh man, it is rough, but just in terms of my finger, this is just the route that I am choosing to go and I have the access to the BFR bands. Thank you, significant other, for those, for that birthday gift, because it will definitely help with my endurance. And then also it's a way for me to work my fingers. So it's a way to work my fingers and build up my endurance without having to go too small to get the same effects because my finger just doesn't allow it. This is the reality that I'm in and it still doesn't allow it yet, which is frustrating. Can I hang off the 20 millimeter edge? Yes, but I can't do it for long. Unfortunately, with the finger, it starts to hurt. It doesn't feel right. And then, yeah, so it's just not worth it. It's not worth it for me. So this is the route that I'm going to help build up that endurance and then did a good old core workout and then the weighted hangs. Those went well. I'm pretty psyched on those. I will say lifting also went really good. So I'm switching up my lifting. I am adding in pull-ups. Cry. I cry. I fucking hate pull-ups. I hate pull-ups so much, but like I'm really, really, really need to work up on my lock-off strength. I was watching my friend climb on the kilter board. She is so fucking strong. I love climbing with her. She's just like this great, she's in college. Great, great girl. Uh, comes from a competitive background, but her lock off strength is impeccable. She's like a V9 climber, but it's just impeccable. Her lock off strength. And I was just like goals. So yeah, still working on the lock off strength, doing incline bench press, incline, sorry, incline dumbbell bench press, dumbbell overhead press, 
um, bent over barbell rows and then pull-ups at the end. I am also doing lower body in there as well. I superset an upper body with a lower body because I'm only doing one lifting day and it feels pretty good. It feels pretty good. I felt strong and I'm excited. I do think that my lock-off strength is getting better. I went to the good old prime climb with my friend Jam, uh, yesterday and there's this one climb, which we totally like, Screwed up the beta. Like, it would have been way easier. There was a knee bar scum, which I fucking love knee bars. I was really disappointed that I did not see it. I was very disappointed. Uh, our friend that sets there came over and was like, yeah, there's this cool knee bar thing. I was like, motherfucker, how did I not see that? It looked... It, it was so cool. It was so cool. But <laughs> not seeing the knee bar ended up having to do, like, a pretty hardcore lock-off on it. And it felt really good. I was really proud of myself in terms of how it went. I was watching the video. Definitely so much, so much more room for improvement, 100% with the lock-off strength. But it has improved watching that video. So, so helped. I cannot reiterate this enough. Like, record yourself climbing because it's amazing. You may not feel like you're improving, but then when you go and you watch yourself, you're like, oh, okay, I have. Because sometimes you reach a point where the improvements in climbing, the progression in climbing won't be as substantial. They will be smaller, but the smaller progresses do add up and make a big difference. And seeing that my lock-off strength has improved was just like, oh, thank fuck. Like, yes, this is fucking working keep with it, stick with it, especially after last week, the le- the last week shit storm that it was, the fucking shit storm for sure, 100%. I will say though, something that was kind of like sad was I definitely do feel my finger strength being weaker. And then like, just with the bouldering, I feel like I'm not as snappy if that makes sense, as powerful as I was before training. But that kind of, you know, this is, I'm focusing on endurance with like adding in the strength training, still adding in bouldering to kind of keep like a maintenance of that. But um, that was kind of sad, the reality hitting me, but that's also part of this. I'm really focusing on endurance. So yeah, that makes sense. Endurance is my weakest point right now. And I'm going on a fucking rope climbing trip um, in the new, and that's what I'm training for. And the new has tall ass fucking walls. They are tall. So yeah, I gotta, I gotta focus on the endurance and just try and maintain the power that I have and the strength that I have while I am focusing on it. But yeah, that was kind of sad, a sad moment, a sad realization for me because as you all know, I love bouldering. I love being powerful. I love dynamic movement. It's not to say that it's like decreased substantially, but there has definitely been a notice in how I feel on the boulders, I would say. Maybe it's not as, you know, an outsider looking in, you can't really tell, but me personally, I do feel a little less snappy um, on the boulders, a little less like Bah! <laughs> type deal. Now it's more like, bah. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Uh, but that's part of this. That's part of the training and the endurance. So that's something for me to think about, you know, and continue to, I think, have a boulder day in there. Kind of how I did the rope climbing day, the hangboarding, the lifting, and then a bouldering day. Keeping that bouldering day in there to 
continue to maintain that power, that snappiness of the boulders, because that's going to be extremely beneficial and helpful when I go down to the new, because the new, I remember it being powerful and bouldery and like big moves in between long reaches and so forth. So it will definitely be good to maintain that dynamic movement that I have. But overall, it was definitely a better week. I definitely foresee another down week in the process. And it's not to say that like, this is like, oh man, I'm back in action. I'm back in whoa, 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 going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. This is just more of like a chill week. I kind of just feel indifferent. And that's definitely a better step up from last week. 100 fucking percent. So We'll see how this week's goes. And, you know, the goal, the goal is to get that fucking white one twice in a row and make it to the top twice in a row. Fuck. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Ah, all right. Well, thank you for listening to Behind the Training Week 6. And if you've been loving the show and you're looking for more ways to support, I do have a subscription service now where you can choose a monthly subscription to pay and that helps keep this podcast producing episodes and also helps it so that I don't have to start looking for advertising or sponsorships like that way. I'd rather just keep Keep it face the climb and give you all the information. And it is extremely, extremely helpful and appreciated. You can find it down in the link in the show notes. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to another Face the Climb podcast episode. It has been a pleasure having you here. And if you're looking for more ways to dive into lifting and strength training, definitely go check out the free lifting guide, which you can find down in the show notes and or on my website, www.facetheclimb.com. This is the guide to set yourself up for success in the weight room and doing it with confidence. We dive into how to build up strength. We dive into auto-regulation, sets and reps, progressive overload to help you build that strength through educational videos. But then we also dive into how a bunch of how to do exercise videos like deadlifts, rows, bench press for barbells and dumbbells. This is guide is jam-packed with information and an amazing resource if you're looking to get into lifting. And of course, make sure you go and follow me on Instagram at face the climb. I would love to see you there and have conversations. All right. Have a good rest of your day, y'all.